I'm gonna have to get it checked out because that shit I can't go through all my whole life not being able to drink. That shit is well, okay, now that sounds like addiction. <laughs> no, that sounds, that sounds like, what, like pe- that sounds like people who are lactose but still like fucking them fuck with some cheese. Hey, <laughs> we'll still eat the pizza though. Man, imagine your life, your whole life, you can't drink no more. <sighs> I don't know if it would be that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got other things to fill it in, so. Yeah, of course I got other I don't know man <laughs> You just enjoy shit a lot more When you drunk I mean I, I've just grown to Not enjoy the uh, What is it The post drunkenness Anymore Like that shit just hit so hard It's like even when I'm drinking I'm not really drinking I understand that I, I feel like there's so many scenarios Where it's like I need alcohol Oh like, well, yeah <laughs> If you can't have a single drop And then uh, I don't. Yeah, I guess because you can't smoke. Every, uh, I'll be off. I'll be off the edibles everywhere. Shit. I'll be hit like a zombie. <laughs> now, I don't want to be high everywhere I go, bro. <laughs> that shit not for me. Man, I, I turned into a tweaker. I had the uh, I had the hot toddy um, Eddie com- or hot toddy and Eddie combo yesterday. That shit was amazing. I thought they made a hot toddy Eddie uh, edible like thing. I was like, nigga, they making mixes of everything. <laughs> Low-key, I wouldn't be surprised if they had something like that. Let me look it up. <laughs> if not, we need to create it. Hot toddy THC. How to make a weed hot toddy. No, that's just made cannabis infused hot toddy. Oh, yeah, they do that. Tinley Cannabis Hot Toddy. I can see it. Low-key, I try it. I fuck around. Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast and in the criminal justice system, sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. On the internet, dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are known well shit, I fucked it up, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> these are their stories. It's a classic, man. <laughs> oh shit, oh, uh, we, we got my nigga done in the building. Yes, sir, man. World Cup Day, man. When y'all will be hearing this, somebody will be a new champion. Mm. Will it be? I don't think niggas care. <laughs> I don't think niggas <laughs> in America care, bro. <laughs> Damn, man. Niggas, niggas ain't rooting for Messi. I don't care, but I mean. Nah, bro. We gotta go, we gotta go black, to man. We gotta keep the black. We gotta keep go with black. the France niggas? Yeah, man. France the is a group of niggas, bro. For French niggas, <laughs> yeah, bro. yeah, they got that one dude. I can't pronounce his name. Killian uh, Bop. Bop. Yeah, that dude. I didn't want to fuck his shit up. Pause. My bad, bro. Yeah, pause. But yeah, he's he's cold. I wouldn't mind if uh, France pulls it out. Yeah. They just got some creeps over there. Okay. Did you mean to say crepes? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> like, who got that over there? Fuck. You didn't see that. You guys see that video of that one reporter? Like she was out in France, and like all the dudes came up and kept trying to kiss her. Uh, no. Yeah, man, shit was nasty. Yeah, they naturally freaky. I know that for sure. You French? <laughs> I know that was coming. Why did I know that was coming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, consistency is key. <laughs> we got my nigga C's in the building. Hey, man, what up, y'all? We here today. Uh, countdown to the holidays. We got to get. To that spirit, that spirit, it is what it is. 
I wonder why we haven't changed Ho 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 yet. Why well, that hasn't been canceled. What yeah. is that even short for? I don't know. Holiday, holiday, holiday. That's trash. Really? No, I'm just guessing. Oh, <laughs> I'm just guessing. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that is, man. Yeah. So, uh, we here, man. Holiday season. Niggas got their shopping out the way. You only got a week. I did what I can. I got a little bit left. Like, I got two more things, but I wrapped up a lot of it yesterday. Mm, yeah, I feel I'm good also about at it. the age where it's like, if I don't got you today, I'll get you later. <laughs> what? Nah, dog, that don't work. <laughs> Not like get you later, but it's like, shit, man, I I get you a couple days after Thanksgiving or after Christmas. I'm gonna get you in March, bro. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, all, you. I'm, I'm all here for the uh, December 26, 27, 20. As long as you get it to him before the new year, you straight. Mm, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how that's gonna fly, but all right, let us know next spot. Uh, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta get my shit. Uh, this uh, Amazon about to be working overtime, so we gonna see how it work. Uh, anything? How was y'all weekends, man? How how, how y'all been? Oh man, solid. Uh, we popped out to that Freddie show yesterday. Freddie Gibbs, Gibbs, yeah, yes, mm, yeah, Gacy Gibbs. How was yeah. that? It Must was, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a nigga show, man. Oh man, <laughs> it was, it was a nigga show for sure. He had about fifty niggas on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't never seen that before, but it's what I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's authentic, bro. From Gangsta Gibbs, yeah, that's a yeah, Gary man. nigga right there. Uh, yeah, that that nigga Gibbs, man, he need to chill out, bro. We gonna talk about it later, but he he, he been wilding a little bit. Uh, <laughs> he was and he was wilding, he was wilding last night. He was talking shit. <laughs> what did he say? He he had uh, donor conflicted when he was talking about he made everybody chant fuck academics. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, man. I I realize I don't know if I can say fuck academics, man. That nigga what? hilarious. No, he is he is funny as fuck, bro. I, I will give it to academics, bro. But I do not fuck with academics. It's like one of those niggas that's like you can't help but like laugh at. But it's like why is this nigga so like I don't know really what to say about academics, bro. He's lame, bro. He, he is. He is. He's entertaining though. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, so like when he got into that beef with a uh, Luca Sabbath, that's funny because like, why the fuck is Luca Sabbath jumping into this shit, man? Where did he come from? Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know. Uh, is that, is this, that might? I was gonna say that might go to your point, which you always saying before about how academics isn't innocent. Yeah. He was wishing he was wishing a lot of harm on on Luca Sabbat, bro. Oh yeah, he said he was gonna choke out little baby, bro. It, it wasn't no shooting, <laughs> no punching. He said he was gonna choke that nigga out, bro. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that and play the civilian card, bro. No, <laughs> you 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 come in that street, niggas. Nah, watch it. Yeah, somebody gonna catch him, bro. Like you seen when uh um I guess we can go into this story real quick and then come back. Um, you know, Diddy announced he had another baby. Uh, which I, how old is Diddy? Uh, I'm on a GPS fifty six. Damn, I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing, a, I'm just throwing a number. Let me Google. He's fifty three. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's I mean, that's not there, much but, better. Yeah, that's still yeah. up there, but... Uh, <laughs> you know, the, I guess the internet found who who the uh, baby mom was. Some 32... Is she 32? Somewhere around there. Uh, 32-year-old chick. Um, something Tran... De- Deandra Tran or something like that. Some, something Tran. Uh... Uh, and yeah, academics ended up like getting into a back and forth with Young Miami, saying that uh, she was his side, she was Diddy's side chick, and she was having a mental breakdown and shit like that. So uh, <laughs> Young Miami clapped back, and you know they was going back and forth. Uh, and uh, of course, after so many side chick comments, Diddy hopped into it and you know made a tweet saying Young Miami is not my side chick. Uh, my, she's my like shorty wop and she means a lot to me which is the oldest tweet I've ever seen <laughs> fucking produced in life bro. that shorty wop is the oldest nickname I've ever heard in life dog. <laughs> but, that's, right. that's, a, that's a shorty wop <laughs> I I'm, I'm not gonna lie that, that might have been a professional play by him what you mean mm. so he he clarified that she wasn't a side chick, but he never said that she was the man. So she's in she's in the MCU somewhere or the or the, the bad MCU. boy universe. <laughs> she she's in the bad boy universe somewhere. And she has a significant place. See, I think him sprinkling the little nickname at the end was just like a little shout out, like, I, I got you. I'll hold you down. Yeah. You know, it's to make it more intimate, but not make it like, overly intimate. <sighs> man. I don't know. I I feel like like this is way too stressful to deal with. Like I, I understand what Diddy's doing. He's trying to move with love. You know what I'm saying? Talk to who he want to talk to. Mess with who he want to mess with. But it just seems like it's added stress. Yeah, I I, I just think he's downgraded, bro. Whoa. Like in the early days, think about who he's messing with. And I'm not, this is no disrespect to young Miami or any other chicks he's messing with. Right <laughs> but you look at who he's messing with. He's messing with Kim Porter, Misa Hilden. Like he's messing with quality. And I, again, that's going to sound like a diss. I'm not dissing young Miami. Young Miami is cool. And, you know, I, I fuck with her show heavy. And I fuck with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you think like Misa Hilton, one of the best uh, stylists and all that. Kim Porter, a model and stuff like that. It's like something okay, there. So you mean more, more accolades? Like you don't mean appearance downgrade. You mean accomplish the the, the well roundedness. Yeah, too. yeah. It's it's more substance to them. And now oh, you messing listen, with you IG bread, models. You know, if you get, if you got bread, it should <laughs> not matter. It shouldn't, but it, it just seems like as he's got older, it's it's kind of flipping into the old nasty old man thing. I I think um some of the more accomplished women, and I could be wrong, may not be down with the circus of you, the, you know, just yeah. <laughs> doing the side chicks thing. And so I think they were cool with, with that though, honestly. And I, I don't think that I think that they held it down in that regard. Like, they knew he had other women. They knew he was getting other women pregnant. Stuff like that. You ain't really never heard a peep about, like, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe you have. But I ain't never really seen Kim Porter and Misa Hilton and I don't know his other baby mama, but them fighting on the internet. These group of chicks he got now is crazy. Yeah, because I I believe he was holding it down before. Like, he wasn't really... Just out here saying, fuck it. <laughs> hey, world, I'm, I'm doing whatever the fuck I'm doing. 
Now he's just it, it don't matter no more. He's not trying to hide it at all. He's like, know. fuck it. Well, does he need does he have anything to hide? No. I think he's keeping no, it no. honest with all of them. So I, yeah. I guess in that regard, he's moving correctly. As long as everybody is aware of what's going on. It's all good, right? No. It, he is. I just couldn't. I, I feel like it's t- too much stress because they, they clearly not happy. If you got to go on Twitter and address some shit and, and, and call her your sh- uh, shorty wop, that means you got to call. She was nah, upset. Nah, nah, she nah, was nah. upset. I think, I think that's just to, uh, to help put the fire up. Like she may know what it is. Because if, if, if she knows I'm not the side chick, but the Internet keep calling her the side chick. Unless he says she's not the side chick, they're going to still think it. You got to go come put that little fire out. Be like, all right, it's cool. Yeah. Especially if they, especially if they all on board already and they all kind of know what it is. They may not say what it is, but him putting that little clarification out there kind of put the silence to all the rumbling. That's and, then the he really? with, <laughs> and, then, and then he popped out with two more this week. Yeah, but he didn't put a silence to anything. No, People are going to think what they think. <laughs> like, like, no matter what he says, no matter what she says, people are going to be like, no, you're a side chick. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing you can do to sway the public. That's why I don't even know why she's even going on this, like, complete rants about this shit. So like, is that is that just the public trying to um, take shots? No, yeah. I, I, I don't think, think so. About it, why not? Because, I mean, just because Diddy says she's not a side chick, don't make her not a side chick. If she's in a cavalcade of women that this nigga's dating, then mm-hmm. what? what is she? Um, A sister wife. No, I, I guess if she that make her feel better. But I don't know, bro. It's just <laughs> like Diddy can't just magically make a tweet and make her something that make her n- not something that she is. Okay, so I guess it breaks it down. What, what, were you, what are you classifying as a side chick? A chick, I guess if you if you use a you know by the book definition, she's technically not a side chick because he doesn't have like a main chick, but she's in a a chick that somebody else is messing with an, another woman with in a relationship with. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain this situation. But to some extent, isn't that isn't that just dating? Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it is. I and I don't have a, I don't have a problem with what they doing. If if you guys are happy, hey, that's I don't think they're cool. happy though, bro. And that that's the that's, issue. What I'm that's why I said they okay, need okay, to okay, okay. point on whatever they it got seemed, going on. It seems why would you say not happy, bro? Miami was uh, two seconds away from calling that girl a racial slur on 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 Twitter. Oh, oh shit! Is uh, <laughs> is it is it part of that? Some of just her? I don't want to say some of her character. Isn't that kind of some of who she is, though? So is that, like, shocking? Yeah. Hold on. Let me find this tweet. (laughs) This just showed you that she's not happy. (laughs) It could be, but I feel like if if she was really cool with the situation, she wouldn't feel the need to have to address everyone about it. You, You knew this is what was coming with it when you made things public with Diddy, and you guys are... That's not an exclusive thing. You knew what was coming with that. So I feel like at this point, she's not really as comfortable as what she thought she would be. Yeah. Uh, 
She called that girl a eater, bro. She said if Diddy wanted to, uh, he'll have her. I can't go into them. Yeah, this is a little bit. Too Wait, that's not a racial. Are you saying that's the racial slur? No, no, no. She was oh. she was calling uh, you know, Diddy's other side chick that uh, the Asian joint. She was calling oh. her like all types of like sushi rolls and different <laughs> shit like that, bro. Oh, that's fucked up though. I'm not. I'm not gonna calling her uh, Sue Young and uh, <laughs> all types of shit, bro. Yeah, so she she was wild. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I don't but also is that that's just like the cattiness of it, right? Like I can, I can, like to some extent, he can get everybody on the same page, but then they can still act individually. I mean, they all vying for that number one spot, bro. Everybody want the prize, which is to have that baby. Damn. Is that the prize? That's the prize. It's the prize being knocked up by a billionaire. Yeah, you set for life. You set. And I gotta say, stop saying "knocked up," man. I learned that "knocked up" uh, is a slave term this week. So I don't oh, know we're doing, that. we're doing, we're we're doing a lot, man. Wait, what, what, what's For going real. on? What you mean? It is give it, the people some give the people some knowledge. Uh, when when slaves were pregnant back on the auction block, the price was knocked up, um, because they would uh, I mean, obviously you got it's like two for one kind of. <laughs> Okay, two for one. Okay. I shouldn't have said two Called for one, two but for you know one. what I mean. Like you getting two <laughs> slaves, so they they knocked up the price, and that's what knocked up comes from. All right, that's messed. That's messed up. All right, I get that. You don't see like that's too fucking messed up to you. <laughs> no, 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 I, I get it. I, 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 I'm getting rid of the turn too, man. Yeah, bro, that's good. Two for one is good. Yeah, two the more you know, man. <laughs> Niggas like a Coles commercial. Meet the bogo now. <laughs> yeah, Want to say for the holidays? When niggas like oh, literally like look back at, <laughs> at slavery and all that shit surrounding it, it's the craziest shit ever, bro. It is, man. Oh, that's just messed up, man. Yeah, don't ever let don't ever let niggas tell us we need to get rid of uh, over that shit because that's just nuts. But uh. Man, we got my nigga Gunner free, man. Gunner home. Bro, I was the legend, man. Yeah. Hey, I feel good. I'm I'm glad he's home, man. Ready for some new music. Take your time though, man. But I I'm glad you're free and you can see see some light. Yeah, they say he had a first day out coming up. I'm gonna fuck oh, with it. That's gonna be special. Mm. Yeah, that's gonna be special. Uh, yeah. So for the people that don't know, Gunner was released after pleading guilty to racketeering charges. Um, pretty much uh, a n- signing an agreement to saying that YSL was a gang and that they did harm to the community. Um, he was released on Thursday. I want to say Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, it was. It was to a lot of mixed emotion, to my surprise. Like, um, I guess the fact that he pleaded out and he had to pretty much agree to say that YSL was a gang. Um, people feel like this is hurting Thug's chances of getting out because now they're gonna use that against him, which is not true because he signed, he did an Alfred Alfred plea, which means that he doesn't have to testify against Thug. Or anybody else in that Rico case, and his his plea cannot be used in any other case. But 
uh, you know how the internet is. And I, mm-hmm. uh, like I was saying with Freddie earlier, Freddie has a problem with Gunner because of their previous issues. And he, you know, he was on the, he was on internet saying push it, please. And, uh, all types of shit, pretty much calling Gunner a rat. What do y'all feel mm-hmm. about this whole situation? Um, <clears throat> I guess I'm not going to act like I have all the information here. I, I, I guess if it can't be used and he can't be called to testify, I mean, I guess it's not it's not one of those situations where it's like Bobby and, and Rowdy where I think Gunner was going to sit and take significant time to not... It seemed like they already had enough evidence against YSL. I don't think what if this for Gunner is going to change anything. I guess the simplest way to put it. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't have expected him to kind of sit down and stay in there for the sake of for the sake of thug. But my question to you and to, uh, to Donald as well is even if he even if that shit was true, I mean, if if, if he would have to testify um, or not testify, testify is a little bit different because you sitting up there pretty much fucking up your homeboy. Uh, but if his conviction or his plea was used in thug's case. Mm-hmm. Would that be snitching? Would that be a rat? Because mm-hmm. my thing was, I'm not about to crash out my life if I'm not involved with. Because it, from what it seems like, it seems like Gunner wasn't involved. They didn't have anything on Gunner. Mm-hmm. Like they had that he was a part of YSL, connected them to the organization. But outside of that, they really didn't have anything, and that's what we've been saying from the start. So should Gunner have? crashed out and been in jail because he didn't want to plead out and get out of jail? See, I don't know, because I don't know what type of dealings he had with Thug or not. I mean, as someone who does not partake in committing crimes, I don't really care if he snitches or not. I'm going to keep listening to his music. Mm. I understand how niggas could could look at it a certain way, people who partake in that life. I feel like if they if they somehow did use his plea against Thug, I could see how they would have a valid point at that being as that being snitching. Cause you're mm-hmm. confirming things that help lead to bringing uh Thug down or help with Doug's case. So I could see it that way from someone on the outside looking in. I could see it that way. Yeah. I mean, Boosie was one of the people that had a problem with it too. Um, one of his main points, he said he would have cried if somebody in his record label did that to him. Um, but one of his main points was one of the parts of Gunner's case was him saying that it, I guess him and Thug got stopped on a traffic stop one time and it was guns and drugs in the car. And Gunner and part of his plea, he said, that wasn't my guns or drugs. And mm-hmm. Boosie pretty much saying that in in a, in, a, in effect, this is snitching on Thug because it's only two people in the car. If it's not mine, then you know who, who whose it is. But I mean, that that is begs the question, like, if it's not mine, it's not mine. I'm not going down for some guns and drugs. It's not mine in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but isn't that also kind of I mean, yes, logically it makes sense, but doesn't it all in general not logically make sense? What you mean? 
like I guess when it comes to snitching and telling and what you say and what you don't say. Like I like I get what you're saying. Like if I'm not in it, these aren't my guns. I can't if I'm just saying it's not mine, yes, it's two people in the car, but this person can also say it's not theirs and we both go down, I guess. Like I'm not solely pinning it on them. No, that I mean that's I what know. I'm saying. I'm saying if I deny it's yeah. mine, this other person can deny it's theirs too, and it'd be it just was in a car. I, I'm not right. putting anything on them. But it's just like me and you riding in a car and I got some I got some drugs and I got a gun. I'm not expecting you to say to crash out your life or to do time behind some shit that was mine. Yeah, but I guess it's also different if you have uh I guess that meant that if you come up in that. Like I think we we're able to look at it more from a more logical perspective because it's like, no, nah, it's not yours, don't own it. But if you feel like that's what you're I guess putting yourself into like that's the life that you're around and you, you kind of know what comes with it. There is, I guess, that overall expectation of you not telling in any capacity, regardless of the situation. Like, I think that's the code. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I understand that. And to a certain degree, like I, I, I think we all black people, for some reason, we have like a code of not snitching. We don't we don't like working with the police. Uh, but I think it, it's always a difference between willfully offering up information and, you know, not putting yourself in a situation where something is going to affect you. And I think this is the latter. Like, this isn't going to go into the police and like, all right, this is what I got on YSL. This is him saying them, them bringing him a situation saying, look, if you confirm the YSL is a gang, which the owner, the co-founder of YSL did himself. Then we'll let you out and you have to, you know, pretty much agree that, you know, when the guns and drugs that we found you with weren't yours and certain shit that they can possibly use in the the case. But from my understanding, this alpha plea is preventing them from doing that. So they just I think that they don't have a lot on any of any of these people. And they just want to make a statement saying we convicted them. Mm. Because now this is doing in in some people's eyes within the, the system, this is doing a lot of good for them because this is showing people in the streets like, yo, this can happen. We can take down your whole organization. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that that's my opinion on it. But uh, any any final thoughts on this situation before we move on? Oh, man, it's sad, bro. I, I hope Thug, uh, praying for Thug, man. I mean, it's, it's it's one of those situations where you just kind of have to, you almost do have to hope that the crimes aren't real, I guess, in a sense. It's one of those, yeah. it's one of those situations where it's like, all right, if this is really one of the ones, like, he didn't do it, and he's actually innocent, like, you, I guess you want to see him free. Um, but then it's there also is that side of what if, what if it is true? Then, then what do you do or what do you think? True, yeah. Uh, I mean, Dylan, we always have like when I say we, I mean black people, we always have uh, it's like a shaky relationship with the law because you see so many black people railroaded all the time, but then again, like you, like you said, you don't want people getting away with like killing people and stuff like that. Like, I was asking myself the other day, a lot of people are against the death penalty, 
But what about some of these people that really like need to go? Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Like uh, the Charleston shooter. Is anybody mad that he got the death penalty? No. And so, yeah, that's always the it's like the double edged sword. Like we hate the the laws and the stuff like that until it's it's necessary. Like that nigga needs to go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, I don't know. That's a tough one, man. I don't know how I feel about that either. What the the definitely? Yeah, because I see, I see both sides of it. I, it's just something that's kind of off to me about someone killing another person period mm. I don't it's I feel like it should be no killing man versus man but I I understand if someone murdered somebody they probably need to be put down yeah uh Drake ch- copped a new custom diamond necklace called previous engagement it is made of 42 engagement rings representing the 42 times he thought of proposing to different women but decided not to. Flex or no flex? <sighs> that's not a flex. Bro. I got that's not, that's not real. <laughs> I got so many issues with this. <laughs> One, I don't know what's worse. Him lying or him naming his jewelry. Hey, I think naming jewelry might be cooked. Man, no, you cannot name. Well, I, you okay, cannot no, no, no. name your necklace. You you can you can. That's naming, no, that's cold to me. Bro. It, naming it is perfectly fine, but this nigga is lying. How first off, why would you even make it seem like you almost thought about proposing forty two times? Yeah, you make yourself look like a buster. And you look like a nut. But no, I think, that, times? I think that like I, I think we was trying to make this argument last week. Being a male buster is way different. But I'm not saying it's right, but some people see <laughs> some people see it way different than being a woman buster. Uh, explain. I think that Drake is fine with being a run uh, a pass around for beautiful women. It's nothing wrong with that too. Okay. Um, that's that's perfectly fine. I guess it's the engagement part is truly absurd. Yeah, you forty two times? That's impossible. That's that's impossible. How, how many women Drake didn't mess around with, bro? But the thought of proposing forty two times. I think that's happen, just a man. exaggeration. You know that nigga wasn't about to propose. I, I really yeah, yeah. So. No, no. So, so how much do you think the real number is? Two. You have to put it put it out. It's still too high. 10 maybe you said I can see 10 I know he was really about to get on that with Serena at one point like I, I saw a timeline on that like how that's why he's so upset at Alexi because uh, you know he was going like tennis matches and meeting the family and all types like he was serious with Serena at one point bro <laughs> that's why he pissed yeah <laughs> that's fucked up I went to all the practices <laughs> playing her one on one getting my ass beat right uh, and then like of course like Rihanna uh I don't know maybe he oh, yeah, <laughs> baby moms he just wants to make it official I don't know <laughs> I can see it no uh I don't know but I, I, the name in the jury is not the problem to me it's the the symbolism <laughs> 
That's just corny. But it's it, great. It is, man. I can't see. I don't know if I can respect. I mean, it is a flex. That's a flex. It's a crazy. It's a crazy necklace. I just I can't see him wearing that. I can't respect it around his neck. <laughs> I know the name of I feel like we just know too much information about it. Like I know the name of the shit. I know the reason behind it. Nah, you can't rock that in public, man. Is that the 40 is that the previous engagement chain? <laughs> oh my god. Man, you can't yeah, name you I'm sorry, fam. That is sick. No, that's you, cold, you, you bro. Know. <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> the previous engagement chain. <laughs> That's nasty. It's like the Bart Simpson chain. Like you know, I mean, it's gonna be nah, iconic this now. Is, <laughs> no, this is this is worse. This is like uh the Young Burke Voltron chain. Mm. Hey, that's a classic chain, man. Because yeah. that 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 chain got passed around, and this is the pass arounds chain. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about some of the classic chains out there, man. Yeah, that man. fucking um, that big ass chain T Pain had. Yeah, well, I didn't well, know, you got to think about all the chains T Pain. He had the Nouveau chain. That's Damn, the nasty the Nouveau chain. <laughs> he had the Ciroc chain. He had a Ciroc chain. Y'all know he had a Ciroc. He had all the liquor chains. Who oh, had the best chain of all time? I'm gonna have to go Bar Simpson, bro. It's iconic. No, that Bar that Simpson. Was, uh, the best chain. Uh, uh, are you counting labels? Uh, that's kind of a cheat code because you go right to death I'm just, Road I'm just asking. Yeah, that's what I'm just yeah. saying. No, no, no. Take that out of me. Yeah, Lo- I'm going Lo- with a custom chain. Loki Young Buck had a fire chain that uh, with the one that used to spin. It, I thought, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That that's shit was cold. Damn, that G unit spinning chain is, it might be the number one. Yeah, G unit there. Yeah, whole time. That's, that's the G unit spinning chain. I know, but even regardless, that's that's like top two, not two. Yeah. Overall, it gotta that be Bart Simpson, bro. Uh, Bart Simpson just seems so. The number one chain. Hey, listen, uh, man. damn. Has anybody had a coach? It might be Bird. Uh, no. If you talking about that transformer that shit, shit, that was kind of that, that shit was a high. That shit was two sided. Man, <laughs> you don't you don't get props when that shit that. is getting passed around the interstate. <laughs> that, that shit was so cold. Everybody wanted it. My uncle had that chain for two weeks, bro. <laughs> he came to the family oh, reunion man. with that shit up, bro. <laughs> That shit, that was a crazy time, man. Look yeah. at him now. Good shit, Berg. A hit making now, man. So I don't know, but let's 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 keep it moving. Um, we we got all the legal experts on Twitter now and and on the internet. Um, we had a. I wish this didn't come back up, but it did, and it it caused a, about as much stirs as I thought it was gonna be. Uh. The Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez uh, case started on Sunday last week, or Monday rather. Um, it's been ups and downs, and a lot of shit happening. I can't talk about all of it, um, but you know they had Kelsey come give her testimony. Kelsey is Megan Thee Stallion's former best friend. 
uh, now enemy, sworn enemy. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a missing bodyguard now that's like they looking for. It's a lot of ups and downs and ins and outs to this. Do y'all have any reaction to anything going on? It's crazy that's going on, man. <laughs> a lot of information now. I, I can't wait for this shit to end. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that right. much. <laughs> this is this is a lot that's going on. If I had to predict right now, with the knowledge that I have seen, it, it's looking like this could uh, Tori could get off. It's looking a little too messy. If I was a juror, for me to like confidently say he did that shit. <laughs> You're wrong, but uh, let's let's keep it going. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so if you were a juror, you you wouldn't look at some of the stuff like, hold on, man. I don't what know. stuff, bro? What stuff? Sure. You have you have someone who is in the car saying that pretty much saying that he didn't do it. She's on tape, which they played on a 90 minute recording saying he did it and he pulled her out the car. But she's saying that shit wasn't true. So if if I could understand how if I'm a juror and I'm and I listen to the tape, I didn't I didn't hear the tape. How that I could be like, okay, maybe she's lying now. But also, they did say, hey, you know, you ain't uh, you you could go, we could get you on perjury. And she was still saying, nah, I that shit was a lie. She didn't say it was he a didn't, lie. She, she said, said it she on- didn't see a shooting. Well, she never said that he didn't shoot her. She pled the fifth. Yeah, and so that's not that's not admitting to anything. Which makes you think, why is she just not admitting to it? Because she's getting paid, bro. <laughs> but you got to look in the juror's mind. If she's saying that she didn't get paid, she's on oath saying, no, I didn't get paid. I can see some jurors being like, all right. Bro, she's There's some on, doubt here. She's on the tape saying she she was offered millions of dollars. She said and she she admitted the during the testimony saying yes, it, there was some money offered. This is on the tape, right? No, this is on testimony. But but she didn't take any. She's saying she didn't take no money. That's what she said. My thing is, you could be offered. My thing is, Meg was shot, and and in the beginning, people were. Coming up with all these things, oh, maybe she wasn't shot. She stepped on glass. It's now it's clear to everybody that she was shot. It's mm-hmm. two people that could have did this: Kelsey, mm-hmm. Tori. Kelsey has re- uh, remained saying that she did not do this. She said this in her testimony. She said it on the tape. Mm-hmm. Who shot her? Listen, if you asking me, I believe Tori did this shit. I'm talking about from the perspective of. What the prosecution is doing to make this uh, shut case in the eyes of a juror, I don't think they're doing a good job. I think there's too much doubt for them to confidently say that he did it. I mean, I can understand that part. But, I mean, when you have somebody that's not willing to cooperate, then, I mean, what can you do? You, I mean, your your job as a prosecution is to bring forth people that can I mean people that witness the event 
I mean, the only people that were there that can talk to the event, the bodyguard, Kelsey, uh, maybe some of the people that they were hanging with beforehand. They didn't went to witness the event, but they can talk about like how people were upset or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I don't think they fully had a understanding what Kelsey's demeanor or what she would be doing. And that's a, that's a, that, that's that's a, a mistake, mistake on, on their part. That's a big mistake. Because she's the biggest witness. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but I think it's just the the vendetta against Meg because she don't, she don't fuck with Meg at all. And I mean, it, it's come out that, I mean, her husband is in 1501. Like, he's one of the higher ups in 1501. So it's just like, this whole shit is, is just messy. I, I, I feel bad that she may not get justice for this. And I... I doubly feel bad that it's like Meg didn't do shit wrong, bro. And I now do. you got motherfuckers coming out like Joe Budden saying, oh, I, I hate Meg because the way uh, she treat people within the industry and some of my friends. You got 50 turning her into Jesse Smollett and shit. Like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with niggas, bro? I don't know. I can't even speak to that. I don't know if who he's talking about, but it does seem like people have personal issues with Meg. I don't know. I, we're on the outside looking in, but I don't see her really moving around too wrong. Bro, it, she it, seemed it, like she'd been minding business. It's the thing that, and I think that's why I'm so upset with the shit, is because if a nigga's sister got shot or some shit, and <laughs> all she trying to do is get justice for the shit, you will be okay mm-hmm. with niggas talking like this about your sister? Talking like what? Doing all this shit Joe doing and it's it's not just Joe and 50. It's a it's a it's pretty much split 50 50 on niggas that's willing to shit on Meg to try to get an innocent uh verdict for Tory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be on Meg because First of all, it's not even, it's not Meg. It's not like Meg is like suing this nigga. This is a crime. They got to figure out what happened. So for people to like bring it in like it's Meg's case, it's not, it's, it's, it's the state versus nigga. And I have no problem with Meg. It, clearly she was injured. Clearly it was a crime. And I hope after this, her mental's good because this is going to, this is taking a lot. To have to go through all this shit and relive all this all over again. Uh, I I hope she can stay strong through this, but this is tough. Yeah. And people, I mean, the main thing people are pointing to is, uh, you know, academics is one of the main people doing it, is that she lied on when she was talking to, uh, what's that girl's name? Uh, Gail's, not girl, but woman's, uh, Gail King. When she was on mm-hmm. ABC saying when Gil King asked, did she have sexual relations with Tori? Nigga, most people, most women wouldn't admit to fucking that midget. Like, what the fuck you mean? Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm on ABC. I'm going to admit to fucking Tori Lanes. <laughs> but you got to know that uh, this will this will be a detail when it comes to the trial. Yeah, but- right. So why don't you just get ahead of it and tell the truth? Uh, I don't see it as a big deal. Like it's it's bodies that niggas won't admit to happen. So you ask me some of my I mean, bodies, I, I'm, it, I'm not it, gonna admit it on ABC. Yeah, but it's it's like a it's a key detail in this case though. 
I don't know if it's unfortunately. Key, I don't think it's a key detail. I just think that usually people assume that when there's some sort of intimacy, intimacy can add a different layer of complexity to situations. So I think for the public opinion, when looking whole scale at what was going on, a sense of I don't want to say withholding information or trying to, or manipulating the information, but not being fully forthcoming, I guess you could say. If people are looking for a reason to not be pleased, that's giving them kind of a reason to not be pleased with you. Yeah. Um. I. I, I don't know, bro. I just hate stupidity, bro. And it's just like the the fucking facts are there, bro. Like she was on Kelsey came gave her testimony saying he did it. I don't care what the fuck she's talking about now. It, it shouldn't be like we all on the burden is on the state just because we just because it's Tory. I mean, it, it is though, bro. It's always like they that, admitted right? it. She admitted it on tape. You think she was lying in? I if if you asking me. <laughs> I already have in my mind who did it. I'm just saying for this to play out in court the way it did, it's not looking good for the prosecution side. Unfortunately, I don't know what else you want. What what besides Kelsey? What else do you want to to that, happen? That's it's text thing, saying though. that they it's text they have from Kelsey saying Tory shot Meg. That's physical proof that don't change. She can't say, oh, I didn't send it. That's there. Mm-hmm. What else do you what else do you want? I don't know. I feel like Because you can't say just because up. Kelsey won't say it, then it's no, it's nothing they can do. I'm I'm just if if Kelsey's the one, like like you said, she sent the uh she sent the text message. Mm-hmm. If she's the most unreliable witness at this point and I think we can agree she's like unreliable both ways is kind of muddled I don't know what else you can do when you can't find the other guy that was in the car she was the only one that's in the car and if she can't confirm really anything that makes it tough to convincingly convict this nigga we gonna see we know how this is gonna end I will not, not necessarily, but if this goes to uh, uh, a not guilty verdict, you know you're going to get the, oh, you know, people can be guilty and not found not guilty. It's going to be, it's, regardless of what happens from this outcome, there's going to be split tension. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a fact. So, personally, I just, I try not to pay too much attention to it. It's just, it's too much. So, when it happens, it happens and the result is going to come and um, I don't know. Nah, I just want I, I just want see. people to get out of the mind state of like when you fighting for a woman to receive justice, like you fucking like pandering or some shit. It's like no, it's like niggas got women in our lives. Like you wouldn't want this shit to happen to nobody that you love. So to see mm-hmm. somebody getting shitted on because they got shot is fucking nuts. Yeah, they shouldn't be shitting on Meg, man. Especially it's Joe cool. Budden ass. <laughs> I'm I, I'm surprised he's so confident in that shit because they got a whole a whole ten years twenty years on this nigga just waiting there, bro. 
Uh, I don't know say that nigga, bro. It's like and then motherfuckers getting all their news from academics. Academics putting the same two people up on the he putting his notorious lawyer and that one Milagro chick. And I'm like, bro, y'all serious? But all right, cool. We, 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 it just showing a lot what niggas think and how niggas feel, and you just observe it and be like, all right, you're that type of nigga. So hey, it is what it is. And that's also another thing I, I realized with this case is the biasness in the reporting is so nasty. Mm-hmm. You could tell you could tell the size of people and it shouldn't really be like that. We just need the facts. We don't need all the extra shit. You know what I'm saying? Just just put out what was said, everything. We shouldn't be able to tell who you ruin for in the end. Because mm. a lot a lot of these reporters, you could tell they heavy on the Tory side. And they really just trying to add some extra messiness to the shit. Yeah, you you go down the blog list, bro. Shay Room, uh, Rap House TV, um, Academics. Like you go through that blog list, and it's the same facts coming from the same people. All and it, it makes you think like are these niggas getting paid. Like how are they so fucking biased, or why are they putting on certain people? And they they got Meg. Oh, Meg was sleeping with Ben Simmons. It's just like. That means nothing, and whether it's true or not, it, it means nothing, bro. So I don't know, man. It's just annoying. Like I said, I was annoyed that it came back. I I was hoping that they just put that nigga in the slammer and moved on with it, bro. Like Tory don't make that good of music for niggas to be this this uh invested in this nigga, bro. So, uh, what else is happening, man? Um. On another note, man, what what was y'all family's uh, celebration restaurant? Somebody's talking about this on Twitter. Like you know, back in the day, y'all always y'all family always had like a a restaurant to go to after like a big event or some shit. Like you birthday or type shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. I know Red Lobster was one of them for sure. Did y'all hit um, Baker Square, bro. Our shit was Baker Square. Baker Square. Hey. Damn, I remember. Y'all remember Baker, Baker Square. Square, bro? Yeah, that was our shit. Yeah, I do. I used but... to go there a couple times. That shit was at Homewood, right? Yeah, uh, was in Linwood or some shit. Nigga did not need to be going to Baker Square though. <laughs> and then it became a Baker bro. Square has. Some... Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Modest in Tinley Park, that uh Hibachi spot. Yeah, yeah. This is random as hell too. I haven't. When's the last time y'all went to a Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, I just went to one a couple weeks ago. You went, like you went inside. Well, I picked up my food, but yeah, I went inside. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I was gonna say, man, I, for as big of a staple as Buffalo Wild Wings was, I haven't, I haven't hit that up in a minute. I haven't been there in years. Uh, since I, I used to work by one, and that's why I used to go. But I haven't. I'm. I don't think I. I live by one. I don't know where the nearest one is. Probably like Lakeview, maybe. No, nah, there's one over there. Um. About Benny's. Benny's. Brother Benny's near uh, UIC. Oh, okay. I'm not mad at Buffalo Wild Wings. I had some great memories there. Yeah, they uh, they dry rub Buffalo is, is special, bro. I ain't never seen nobody freak no Buffalo like that. Yeah, I had Buffalo Wild Wings. Shout out to B-Dubs, man. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to see where y'all celebration restaurant was, man. And I wonder why that's a thing. In the, well, I guess it's a thing for everybody. Everybody got a spot to get the to. Go to, yeah, you got to have your go to. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we had one, but on family vacations, we would definitely hit up Cracker Barrel. 
Cracker Barrel. Oh, boy. I feel like they funding the clan, bro. Cracker Barrel. Right. <laughs> Put that money. <laughs> it was something you see that, that cotton on the wall and the, the, them pancakes just start tasting better, huh? Bro, uh, I used to hate Cracker Barrel, bro. I, I hated it. I hated the store in the in the beginning of the shit. I hated them stupid little pins, that pin game that they have on every. I just oh, hated everything about yeah. it. Yeah. I, I just seen the TikTok on how to uh, on um how to solve that shit. Oh, that pin, that pin yeah. game, Boy, fuck that shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Lucky's mom said confirms that he died from natural causes. Just a. Inkling of news. I don't know how much I believe that, but um, I guess we'll roll with it. Natural causes? Yeah. I don't think you die of natural causes at 24. Yeah, that's not possible. It is. I mean, you never know. You have a medical Is that condition. a natural cause? Is what? If, if you, like, how, I'm trying to think of what is natural causes. I thought natural causes, like, you're just, you're getting older and your your body is, like, Shutting down or something. Yeah, that's what most. That's what it is most of the time. Um, but I mean, sometimes you might have an underlying medical condition, so maybe yeah. something like that. Um, but I, I just don't know, bro. It just seems to me a lot because you know, like when, uh, sometimes moms like when their sons got killed in like gang shootouts and shit. Say he was like in car accident. Like mm-hmm. I, it seemed like some shit like that going on. But hey, I mean. Prayers out to the family, man. Yeah, R.I.P. to Lil' yeah. Uh Styles P was on um, Matt Hoffa. Uh, uh, he said that the lock started YTs and mixtapes. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's check both of them. Uh, <laughs> Did I, the I lock start really... YTs? <laughs> I, honestly, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I I don't. I'll tell you, they didn't start that shit for me. <laughs> I don't remember these niggas. Wearing. Bro, the locks didn't start anything for me, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention to the locks like that to know what the fuck them niggas was wearing at all. No. I mean, shit. Yeah, who who knows? But nah. Not, not, not for the millennials, bro. I'm sorry. Honestly, I think, to me, DJ Clue started mixtapes. If we want to be, like, historically accurate... To me, that's the first time I've heard of a mixtape. And when I heard a DJ Clue mixtape, then G Unit started mm-hmm. doing mixtapes. I wasn't up on their mixtapes, but I know that period of history. And then, of mm-hmm. course, who popularized it was Wayne to me. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I, th- mm-hmm. I think Wayne is probably the first mixtape I've ever listened to. If I had to think back, I can't think of anything before Wayne. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Dedication was the first mixtape I ever listened to. I don't mm. think what mixtape was the first. Yeah, I, I mean, mixtapes, we know mixtapes been around, but I don't think they, I mean, I guess to that era, yes, but to the new era, no. Yeah, yeah I think we see mixtapes as different because those Clue mixtapes was a whole bunch of different artists and shit just jumping like random songs that they didn't put on the albums and shit. Mm-hmm. G Unit, like I said, I knew they were around. But I didn't listen. I didn't listen to those mixtapes, like those Fifty Cent mixtapes and shit like that. I didn't listen to those. The first time I was really yeah. listening to mixtapes and one artist on the whole mixtape was Wayne. So. Yeah, I agree. Like niggas was downloading mixtape songs, 
but we weren't like listening to full mixtapes front to back. I don't think. I'm yeah. trying to think. Chameleon? It was Chameleon before Wayne. I was not listening to no, no. Y'all was listening to mixtape besides. Stop capping. Let's not do the cap right now. I, I, I was. I can see how C's probably never listened to that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not capping. I'm okay. No, I was not. Mixtape months? No, I wasn't tapped in. That. <laughs> <laughs> mixtape months. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out comedian, man. No, that's a that's a I don't think he was before Wayne, but he was definitely he was definitely around. Yeah, not too yeah, no, no, first they say Messiah was two thousand four. It's two thousand four. There's no way I was listening to Chameleon there in two thousand four. No way in hell. We right. were in I probably caught sixth grade, seventh grade. Yeah, seventh. No, grade. I didn't There's start no. listening to Chameleon until like high school. Yeah, so we so we got started later. We we was catching up. We we revisited. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. I just want to check out what y'all thought. Uh, also, Irv Gotti calls Cash Money the best record label of all time. I they all agree. Best mm-hmm. rap rap label. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm close. not mad. At it. I mean, I'm it makes sense it. if you think about how what. Uh, yeah. You got three yeah. of the biggest artists of all time. Nikki's definitely the biggest woman rapper of all time. Um, people can mm-hmm. argue Lil' Kim, but I think Nikki's impact has been bigger uh, or greater. Um, Wayne, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Drake, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Uh, that's all you really need. Tyga, when he was hot, was on. And the then band. if you think about it, um, you also have to consider what they did. The hot boys and shit. Um. I guess as in because they were mostly oh, I don't want to say they were independent label they weren't really independent I was, was going to say as a label like getting their funding initially but that was from uh, uh, after No Limit so yeah but I understand yeah yeah and I didn't even talk about No Limit and all them Manny and Baby and Bird you know yeah I wouldn't be mad at saying that they were the best uh, record label of all time. Um, I I hate to bring this back up too, but have y'all been seeing the shit about Derrick Jackson? No, I don't, no. I don't pay attention to that. Yeah, I know who Derek Jackson is, right? Yeah, that was that cheat nigga, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, I guess he recently got a divorce, and, you know, he, he bringing up, you know, he's taking pictures of him and his new chick, and I guess it's a pic of his his uh, ex-wife, like, in a pool with, like, church clothes on and shit, and a lot of people saying that he broke her down. Um, and she used to be like very attractive before him. Do y'all feel like a man can do that to a woman, or vice versa? Yes, I do feel like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think yeah, I think yes and no. I would say yes, it can be done, but I think it's also I don't want to say she has to let him do it. But to some extent, it's it's kind of a mix of the, of both. Like if you know, like I guess it's it's one of those things where are you willing to compromise who you are in that situation to make it work? Like if you one of those situations where if you were a baddie, now you in full, like you got a flannel on in the pool, like that's a steep hill. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like the safari thing. I don't know if y'all seen Erica Mina recently, but she doesn't look like Erica Mina when we were introduced to her. Yeah, 
They say it's because Safari drained her for like energy in her her life source. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, <I'm>... This is <laughs> I, all of this. Like a woman, anyone could be broken down, uh, man or woman. But I I don't feel comfortable. Uh, being on the outside and saying, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> that just sounds a little crazy. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know for sure. To say, to say so far as draining her life. <laughs> yeah, be like, he, he broke her down. <laughs> this nigga's a sucker bus. <laughs> I don't know, man. But it could happen. I don't know if that's the case with Derrick Jackson either. I don't, I don't know. And I don't think it's fair for pe- uh, people to put that on him. Yeah. If, she hasn't, if she hasn't said it. Yeah, that's my thing. I don't know if it's too fair to put that on somebody. Like, you just fucking drained her, like, life energy, bro. Like, he might have done it. Like, I, I'm not denying yeah. that he might not have. I mean, he might have done it, but I don't that's know, facts. bro. Yeah, uh, that on people, uh, somebody said, I want Michelle Obama to stop selling this marriage is pain narrative. Uh, because baby, I refuse. I don't want to be in a relationship where it's expected of me to be prepared for year long stretches of discomfort in a romantic partnership. What are y'all thoughts on that? Wait, what? Explain that again. This is Michelle Obama. Yeah, Michelle Obama had been doing a lot of interviews for her book. Um, uh, I forgot the light. I'm the light or something. something. Oh. I'll, I'll get the book name in a second, but, um, but she's been doing a lot of interviews explaining how, like, there were periods when, it was very uncomfortable to be married to uh, Brock and mm. giving advice to younger couples that, Hey, look, there are going to be times where you go through long stretches of uh, uh, being uncomfortable in your relationship. So be prepared for that. But a lot of people are bucking back against that saying, Hey, look, if, if I have to be uncomfortable in a relationship, I don't, a relationship is not for me though. That relationship is not for me. Um, so they like bucking back saying like, why is she going on this tour? Pretty much saying it's, it's miserable being married to, uh, rock this tour. <laughs> ah, th- this is a tough one. Cause everyone's relationship and everyone's marriage is going to be different. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's always difficult to give advice on marriage by using what happened to you. Because it's it pertains really. I mean, there could be other people that's gone through a similar situation like you, so I can understand you want to get that message out. But it's, I mean, there's also going to be people like, no, nah, that's a, I would never do that. I would never allow that to happen to me and shit like that. So I don't know. I, I guess it, it comes with the territory when you're giving out your opinion or or giving out things that you've been through. Unfortunately, you're gonna have people naysayers coming at you yeah the book is called uh, The Light We Carry by the way um, shout out to Michelle um, I think it makes sense though I think that's just part, some of the parts that people don't really consider like just because I guess because one of those things where people are going to continue to grow and it's you have to try to figure out how to support somebody through their growth when you're not maybe you don't agree with it so I can see there's going to be times of disconnect and discomfort. Because um, all relationships aren't always great at all times. I think the bug back so is can't. for the, the the length of time. She said it was months and sometimes years of disconnect. I, I don't think that's that long. Yeah, I, thought she, I, mean, I thought she was thinking like talking like seven or eight years. 
And I feel like in the in the vacuum of, I mean, if you're comparing a few months to 20 or so years of marriage, that's uh, that's a great success rate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the month, I mean, the months make sense because everything isn't going to be a quick solve or a quick fix. Um, so I think that's what part of it is, too. Yeah, I, I know another thing on the tour. Um, she was asked by Kelly Rowland. Um, you know, she was talking about her kids and stuff like that. And Kelly Rowland asked her, like, doesn't she want her kids to be like her best friends? And Michelle said, hell no. Like, why do? And I want to I want to get that because I always in a black community, we have a saying like uh, we not friends. I'm your I'm your parent, which I understand. I completely mm-hmm. understand. But why do we feel like. Um, like you can't you can't be friends with your kids. Like, do y'all feel like if your parents weren't your parents, y'all would be cool? I don't know, and it's not like a bad I don't know, but I think it's a hard thing to try to imagine. Yeah, I mean, because at some point it's like it's still power in that dynamic and i think when you put power into those certain type of situations it's difficult to understand what it would be like in a different sense if that makes sense (laughs) i think i think we would be cool because regardless we have some of our parents in us some Mm -hmm. of their personality traits so i feel like if they weren't my parents and we were like the same age we there would be some some things we could relate to Maybe, but I can understand how you don't want to be your child's like friend, best friend, because there, there's a boundary there. There has to be some level of, you know, I'm I'm the parent, and you know, my job is to take care of you, but also instill things in you, and and teach you about responsibilities and things like that. And if I'm just your friend and you're looking at me that way, I can see you, you know, taking advantage of some things or not hearing me out the way you're supposed to yeah so i feel like there's a balance that needs to be had but you can still be friends though yeah I, I think that you it's a reason that kids grow up and like kind of shun that not shun their parents but like don't want to be around them because it's like i was not, not this is fucked up to say but it's like kind of if the relationship is like fucked up it's like i'm only around you because you're my parent and you take care of me Mm-hmm. Like why mm-hmm. would why shouldn't it be a relationship where I enjoy being around you? Like you, my parent, and we get along. So mm-hmm. I, I, even if you have to discipline and stuff like that, it should still be a a friendly relationship where I enjoy talking to you, I enjoy spending time with you. Because if not, then it should like we you just a parent by title, you just in my life by title. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I definitely uh, agree with both of y'all said though. Like, I don't know. Uh, go ahead. Move ahead. No, but I do feel like that that real close friendship happens in adulthood. Yeah. I if think it, it, Yeah. I, I think once it does, I mean, for most part, as long as you guys are not like completely hating each other, I think the, the friendship builds once you get to that point. Yeah, because you no longer rely on them to keep you. I mean, for your survival, and so yeah, I think as a kid, the the relationship isn't reciprocal. Like it's a lot one sided. So mm-hmm. when I'm feeling like I'm doing everything for a person, the relationship is is different from now. Me, you know, me and my parents, they really don't have to do anything for me. So 
it's really our choice if we want to talk to each other or hang around each other. Yeah. So I think that shows like when you get older, how, how much a relationship y'all have really built by, you know, how much you choose to be around them, talk to them, stuff like that. So, uh, this is on a sadder note, man. And I kind of want to dive into this. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all seen the Steven Twitch boss. The, uh, he, uh, committed suicide this week. I don't know if y'all. Oh, uh, yeah, I did. I was not. No. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, I wasn't too familiar. I mean, I've seen him on the show before, but I I didn't know you know too much of his work. I know he was on uh, so you think you can dance, and things like that. Uh, he was forty years old, had a wife, three kids. Um, just a sad, sad thing. I guess he went to a hotel and you know committed suicide. Um, and it just brings up to question. Like we, I think we've talked about this multiple times. Like. Uh, a lot of people were saying like you just don't know what somebody is going through and stuff like that and people were bucking back against that saying like we we just need a softer world um did i mean did, first of all do you have any thoughts on the whole situation i'm gonna, I'm gonna start there um i like like i've mentioned i don't i don't have too much information i wasn't really familiar mm. um but i think especially in these type of situations it's always you know kind of sad especially if he's leaving behind a wife and children, you know, they're going to be left with a lot to deal with, a lot of questions, um, most likely, which is always unfortunate to kind of have to grieve through. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else you're supposed to go further than that. That's all I can really, I feel like it's appropriate to say on it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's, it's just a sad situation all around. Yeah. So, um, I brought it up to say um, when I was when I was smaller or growing up, I always whenever we would have like a and even kind of recently, um, whenever we brought up suicide, I always had this feeling of it was selfish and stuff like that. Like it was like for some reason, I felt like, oh, you're not thinking about the people around you. And as I've grown up and had, you know, more conversations and dealt with more life things. I think you realize that if you to that point where and I'm not saying, you know, I want people to do this or I, I feel like you should always reach out and stuff like that. But I think just dealing, having to deal with things like depression and stuff like that, where, you know, you just down all the time and like you see that you don't you don't feel like doing nothing, bro. Like mm-hmm. You don't feel like getting up, cleaning your room. You don't feel like hanging out, talking to nobody. I can't I it took that for me to understand that sometimes people just don't want to feel like that no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you have a nagging pain or something like that, that you you just so tired of dealing with that you just rather it stopped than anything. It took that for me to understand that that sometimes that's the only way that they feel like they they, they need they can get out of that or they can stop that pain. Mm-hmm. So that I just say that to say like reach out and get help and I'm going to continue to preach that but it's crazy growing up like how your mental changes around certain things and just experiencing different things at different low points and you you never I don't think I've ever been to that point where you know I thought about that but I didn't been a point where it's a stretch of just being down bro mm-hmm. and not wanting mm-hmm. to do nothing Mm-hmm. 
And I can understand it getting so long, like that period being so long that you just you ready to clock out, bro. No, it's definitely understandable. Yeah, especially if it's I mean, it's a, it's it's like you were saying, it's it's one of those things where it's just like a. It's more of a feeling of everything. I mean, cause like you're saying, when you're down, things kind of just feel like they're they're building and building and building to the point where it's like you're not going to get any release. Mm. And if everything kind of just feels so tight like that for so long, it, it gets frustrating and it gets, you know, um, dejecting to a point. So if it's a continuous thing and you already have other life issues going on, then, yeah. It's just one of those situations where you kind of hope that um, individuals continue to feel like they have that will or that life in them to, uh, I guess, trying to keep fighting and keep trying to hopefully, you know, see that another day might make things better. But yes, it's unfortunate, though. Yeah. Yeah, Because that depression will trick you, bro. It, it, it'll it'll have you thinking like things will never change like you'll never get up out of there and you will and that's what I mean that's the message it's just like you can be down for five days a couple even more than that but it's gonna be a point where it turns around so people just need you know people to hear this I know it's tough and just keep fighting bro because you know you don't want to end it when it, you might just be right around the corner from your turnaround so mm-hmm uh, what else? I seen Master P and Romeo. They not beefing, but Master P put up a um a message to Twitch, and pretty much saying you know acknowledging it and saying um his condolences and stuff. And Romeo, you know, had an issue because I guess uh he he pretty much was saying like how could you reach out to this random stranger, um when you know we had, uh, I guess his daughter ended up committing suicide from mental illness. Um, mm-hmm. and Romeo had an issue with that. Um, I wish they, he would have kept that in house, but I mean, I, you know, sometimes your frustration leaks out. So, uh, yeah, I've seen that. Um, yeah, praise to that. Cause that's, that's another tough situation to have to, cause they're both going through losses and sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to talk to someone else about the pain that you're going through. Yeah. It's, it's, it, especially for a, Maybe as a father and son, they probably never they probably had real conversations, but maybe they never talked about how pain affects them. And it's tough to have that conversation now. Mm-hmm. So man, praise to them. I hope they're able to get it. For sure. Um, I seen on the Internet, Glorilla was hiring a, a personal assistant. Uh, she was offering five fifty a week, and she got backlash. She, people are saying that's too low. What do y'all think? Five fifty a week? Yeah. Hmm. That's not enough. Is it straight cash? Uh, I believe so. Uh, your responsibilities would be to manage her calendar, schedule meetings, schedule uh events, doctor visits, dinner reservations, handle travel coordinate safety protocols with the road manager, organize meals, travel with glow, run various errands, keep track of clothes, packing and unpacking suitcases and attend weekly team meetings. 550 per week. Weekly team. Um 
I would still need more information, as crazy as that sounds. Because if I'm traveling with Glow, what, what's going on? Are you paying for my food? Are you paying for my rooms and my flights? I, I, I would assume that. so. She's not, not, she not making you pay for the double. I mean, she's not making you pay for the, uh, the high quality hotel with the 550 a week salary. I mean, that's that's 2200 a month. Like, it's not. I mean, I guess if it's, it's straight really cash. Done. Yeah, but you don't. But you have to think about, like, you will still have. However long she needs things, you have to be responsible. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a, you have set work hours. Like, your work hours could be hell. Yeah, it'll be a week, like, man. That's straight to me. It, it seems like Glow's if like if if Glow is this seems like a lifestyle where this should be good because yeah. it seems like a lot of your life is gonna be off of Glow. You know, <laughs> she's just taking care of a lot of shit. She just needs you around, and I feel like like with that, I don't know, twenty two hundred. That's not bad for a nice little starting job. If you don't want to work it, level. McDonald's is hiring for seven twenty five an hour. Yeah, you can do that shit, man. I I take this shit straight out of college. I'm touring with Glow. Come on, I get to shake up your Gotti. <laughs> That's nasty. You, you know you're gonna get a chain. <laughs> you know CMG chain. <laughs> you gotta get a chain. I'm the, I'm the assistant. Man, you gonna get cameo in the uh, music videos? That's for sure happening. No, you just gonna record her cameos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People were like, like really upset, and I'm like, this is like she has the choice to make that. If you don't want to work there, just don't work there. She's not forcing people to work here, bro. People acting like she was like a fucking slumlord or some shit. Did somebody else? What happened? Did somebody uh, uh, they they wanted assistant and people were going in, but it was yeah. a lot crazier though. Oh, that was uh, yeah. Summer Walker. Oh, you're not wrong. Yeah, oh, <laughs> wasn't she? Oh, I saw Ari Linux one one too. What was Ari's charge? Um, I don't know. She just said she wanted somebody friendly. It was weird because they were talking about y'all haven't seen Selena. Like, why are y'all trying to get fans to be our assistants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, what's Some the name of uh, like I need a a gay need a gay, gay man, man or a white man? <laughs> <laughs> and the craziest thing was like she wanted niggas like to put together like furniture and shit like that. So she just wanted a gay nigga over there putting together furniture. I don't know. <laughs> a white gay man. <laughs> I mean nuts. <laughs> yeah, you can't put that on the internet, but that's why I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Preferably, (laughs) I don't know, but uh, because I I did more research into this, and it looked like Kim K assistant made seventy k, and that's Kim K. This person would make around, I think, two thousand month, or how much was it a month? Uh, five fifty. That's twenty two hundred. Twenty two times twelve is about twenty four. So about twenty six thousand a month, twenty six, twenty seven thousand a month. Um, uh, well, okay, no, a year, a year, yeah, yeah. That's that's not shit. And I'm assuming she's just a tour assistant. Not th- it was a tour assistant. I thought it was just a regular assistant. I mean, yeah, it's just a regular regular assistant. Oh, well, I don't know yeah. what she's assisting for. 
So I I don't think it's that bad. I don't expect she shouldn't have to speak out and clarify herself. Like that's your job. Like if you if somebody want to take it, they gonna take that job. And trust me, it's gonna be people that take that job over working at Burger King or something like that. So I don't, niggas niggas need to chill out. Uh, they was also kink shaming Glorilla. I'm, we're not gonna go into detail about that, but I'm gonna need that to stop too. Why the kink shaming her? Uh, she was on a like? lip service and she said that uh she likes when her man uh how do I say this without being filthy um uh put some extra condiments <laughs> on her food. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Put she extra condiments on her on her food. Yeah. Man, she like when when organic mayonnaise. Um, man made, yeah, she like man made sauces on her food sometimes. Yeah. What the? Fuck? It's not miracle. Oh, uh, she should have kept that to herself. Keep it real. What? So, oh no, that ain't right. <laughs> she said she was joking. She said she was oh, okay, joking. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, we can't she keep was saying, dead ass. Fam, that's a crazy demand, though. That nigga ain't a cow. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> this shit out on demand. Mm. That's disgusting, bro. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, have you ever had somebody from high school hit you up randomly, like recently? Uh, not recently. Mm. It's happened before, like randomly, like. Some nigga you ain't talked to in years hits you up and you like, hey, what's up? Was it a romantic thing? <laughs> no, nigga. Oh, you said nigga like a man. I said a nigga. Oh, a nigga. my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, bro. <laughs> a woman, I'm trying to think of a woman, nah. But I don't know if women can find I don't know where a high school person someone from high school can find me. Oh, yeah. They can find you on the internet. LinkedIn. Oh, they could find me on but that's nasty. I had somebody hit me up, said they, they always liked me from high school, but it was too late at that point. I was like, man, we grown this point. Like, what am I supposed to do with this information? Well, it's never too late. Yeah, it was too late. Okay, how long ago was this? Uh six years ago, five years ago. What was the person out of their prime? With all ah, due respect. Hell no. I'm not answering that. <laughs> I'm not answering that. <laughs> Why not? No, I'm not answering that. <laughs> Alright, so I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. From what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, what's this somebody you ever what's this somebody you were ever uh you ever fancied? Yeah, she was cute. Okay, so no. Huh? <laughs> you were saying she was cute? Let's me know you ain't really have like a uh you weren't you didn't have a yearning for her. Yeah, it wasn't like she was like one of the girls you see like in the wood, like that like time slows down or some shit, but it's like one of those undiscovered talents or some shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Did you ever want her at one point at one point? I never thought about her like that. Okay, okay, that makes sense then. I can see why you passed that off. <laughs> no, don't say pass that off. Pass that off. <laughs> what about you though? Oh no. Yeah. Oh, this. 
Yeah, yeah chill out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going to move on. I'm just, just going to keep it moving. I have responsibilities now. Have a, yeah, I can't. Come on, man. Come on, man. What you doing to me? <laughs> the way you said chill out with that tone. <laughs> I ain't playing around. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Um, have y'all been seeing this Indian-China uh, conflict, man? Are these people? Yeah, it's, it's like, I guess it's a war. <laughs> it's a war between um, India and China to, like, kind of settle, like, some land disputes. They just, oh. I guess they agreed to only use melee weapons. <laughs> so they can't use guns. They can only use, like, sticks and, like, poles and shit. <laughs> This sound like super smack, bro. Fair, that's, this sound like an anime. <laughs> bro, please watch this video, bro. They just beat up and start beating the fuck out of each other, bro. That shit, that shit shouldn't be funny, but that's fucking hilarious that they chose to just go all out savage mode. Bro, nobody's dying. They just get beat the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know how they how they go to to settle this shit. Hey, that that is a little respectable, man. Put the guns down. (laughs) Put the guns down, China. Yeah, we gonna gonna handle this like men. (laughs) Bro, I was watching those videos like, what the fuck, bro? Uh, well, YG said his next girlfriend gotta have a million dollars in the bank. Do y'all have the same standards? I love. I would love to have those standards, man. Salute, I mean, if that's what he want to shoot for, we all got to strive for something, right? Hell yeah! All right, YG. Little brother. Why you been doing a lot of head ass <laughs> shit lately, bro? You not with him? Hell no. I mean, I, I, of course, I want my woman to have money, but she only needs to have like. Oh, of course. I don't have a set amount. <laughs> oh, you, you? Yes, you do. Of course, you got a you got a baseline. I'm a baseline. What? If your girl was doing a Glorilla assistant job, you cool with it? <laughs> you got the five fifty a week, all cash. Is she bad? Yes. No, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care one one bit. Hey, yes, you do. You're not. You're not. You're not. <laughs> you, you, you're not letting her get off five fifty a week. <laughs> Is she bad? She got I, bills too. Yeah, that's the thing. I would say right now, I I wouldn't be. I don't know if I'm in the position to date a girl that makes five fifty a week. What position is that? Uh, I feel like it's it's a lot of caring that you'll have to do on that's your true. end. Yeah, if you want to live the life that you want to continue living. I'd say. You saying you need a girl to learn and earn. (laughs) If she ain't learning and earning, you didn't. (laughs) She don't deserve you. (laughs) I just want to be able to somewhat live my current life and not have to feel like I'm doubling my expenses. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like that's happening with the... You know what? Nah. Uh, five fifty. You need a little bit more than five fifty. I was gonna shoot some bail. <laughs> I was gonna shoot some bail, but nah, you, you, you need you, you need a little bit more. I don't ain't think, I don't think you need a lot. lot. You need a lot more than five fifty. You ain't doing shit with twenty two hundred a month. But it's all cash. 
Man, you can find some way of living off two. Like, why are Bro. we acting like 13 some? That's like 13, 14 an hour. Like, people don't live off 14 an hour. Where the, not an adult. They're, Bro, there's plenty like, of people living off way less than 14 an hour. I mean, yes, can you do it? But I I don't want to be, I don't want to do that. And I don't, I feel like it's just too much of a struggle to try to navigate with somebody doing that. Now we become them niggas now, huh? We, we no, they do minimum wage chicks. <laughs> we became them niggas. Damn. I'm just saying, like, where's she, she gonna find a $900 spot with a white refrigerator? I mean, shit, niggas make it happen, bro. Like, I know we ain't at the point where we shaming somebody for, and I, I know you're not shaming, you're not shaming nobody, but you're just saying like you cutting them off because they don't make a certain amount of money. Um, to some kind of, I guess it it just goes into what are are you allowed to do for yourself, and what are you allowed to do for me, and how do those things align based on your what you're currently making and bringing in. Because I guess if it's if I can't really like what how are we gonna make that work? In the greater scheme of things, I don't know, man. I just that 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 is just I wouldn't say it's not important because of course I want you to be you know financially stable as I try to be, but somebody making I mean, fourteen she, thirteen she, wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, it's not it's not she the making, greatest, but. She making twenty two hundred a month. You know she gonna have a spot in Parkway Gardens. Are you gonna go see your girl in Parkway Gardens? Yeah, you not. <laughs> you don't have a spot in Parkway Gardens. You making fourteen dollars a, a, a hour, bro? How she getting it all cash? She gonna have to live somewhere cheap. No, if she gets all right, well, let's think. Parkway Gardens costs uh, like six six hundred dollars to live in. Yeah, that's probably good for her budget, no, bro. No. Twenty two hundred. Let me let me think. Twenty two hundred a month. She could be cool. It would be pushing it to get an apartment for one thousand in rent, but she she could kind of pull it off. Uh, all right, so she got a, a stack to rent. Then she got uh, twelve hundred left. She still got to buy her groceries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she still got bills. Grocery what two hundred dollars mm-hmm. a, a month? Uh, That's that how much they give you for link. This is straight up like the uh, Cosby Show episode. <laughs> <laughs> Explaining to Theo. What I'm yeah, saying you know? is, it's people that live off 14. Wait, the minimum wage in Texas is 7.25 an hour. It's people that survive off that. Mm-hmm. So if you're making double that, I'm I'm assuming you can definitely live off that. Okay, she you can, can probably off of it, but you shouldn't date off of it. Well, date somebody who wants to do. It depends on what yeah. the partner wants to do, and what they're uh, what they're able to pay for. Like if I was really up, I might be okay with supporting somebody. I might. I'm not saying that's the truth. <laughs> You'd be tough. If you if you was doing that, you tough. Never the fine line, <laughs> the fine line print, <laughs> the small print. <laughs> That's the saying I would though. <laughs> you know, you never know. Yeah. At this point now, I do, I do, I can't afford that. It's just like the uh, it's kind of and kind of not at the same time. The financial literacy. This is something I wanted to talk about this week too. The financial literacy with poor people conversation. I never understood that, bro. Like, you can't teach people that don't have money what to do with their money. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I get what you're saying. I, 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 I understand I, it. I understand it. I get I get what you're saying. It is it depends on it, it depends on the situation, but a lot of poor people well, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. It, it it strictly depends on the situation, but there are some situations out there where people are maybe poor and it's just because they're living above their means. Mm-hmm. Now I would agree and in that. that situation, that's where financial literacy is very important. Because if you can know how to make the most of your dollar and when to spend it and when, and if you know just how much you're spending a month in comparison to what you're bringing in, if you do have financial literacy, that could help you a lot in the future. I feel like that's easily identifiable though. Nah. Like you, somebody knows that they're living above the means. And not really. Some some people just because you got things. Some sometimes they're not realizing how certain things can affect their credit until you know they're put in a situation and they're trying to you know get an apartment or they're trying to get a home or you know other different things. They they might not be aware of how they thought they're just living. I'm living good. I got some cash left over. I'm saving something, but they could be in a worse financial spot than they're really in because p- some people just don't have that knowledge. Yeah, now, I do think it's important. Like, th- that's not me saying that financial literacy, like teaching that isn't important. But I think that sometimes, especially rich folks will focus in on, yeah, we need to teach the hood financial literacy. That's how we come up when it's not haven't not it's not like we lack financial literacy i didn't see poor people stretch a dollar better than i've seen a lot of people oh you know but it's just we lack the resources so somebody that's poor isn't doesn't need to become financial literate they just need more money yeah and i think part of it is i guess maybe for me when i when the first thought of financial literacy it is more so how do you make your money work more and harder for you. And I think it's also difficult because when you think of financial literacy and, and poor, poor or poorer folks, they mostly don't feel like they have money to make work for themselves. Especially not excess money, just kind of laying around <laughs> to like multiply, invest and things of that nature. It's, you know, I can't really think about putting this money up over here on the side for a rainy day when you know, bills are racking up and things are coming up in the present. Like I don't have that opportunity. Every day's a rainy day. Yeah. 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 Every day's rainy. They got poor. I'm broke, nigga. (laughs) And even even the non-rainy things are kind of rainy. Yeah. I I, I get what y'all saying. I feel like it's important, but it's definitely not the uh, ultimate it's going to make everything go away. There's too many different factors that come into play when it comes to people, when it comes to people that are poor, there needs to be jobs available. There needs to be affordable housing. It's, it's a lot of different things, but I, I don't have a problem with it be, still being taught. No, not at all. Just don't focus it. My, my, my issue was to focus it in on poor black people. Like that's the way we need to come up out of poverty. That's, that's not. Mm. We just need more money, bro. <laughs> we, need, we need more resources, more <laughs> jobs. 
uh, better uh, pay us for the cost of living. Like that's the way. Once we get out of debt and you're not paying Peter to, uh, I mean, robbing Peter to pay Paul, then you know that's the way we get up out of that. So, uh, I think it was the end of that Shaq documentary this week. It made me gain a, a different level of appreciation for Shaq, man. I know we joke about Shaq because Shaq do be on some hater shit sometimes, but that nigga might be the most famous basketball player outside MJ. Yeah. Most famous? Yeah. Well, now, yeah, I guess you could say so. With all the shit that he got going on. (laughs) You're on like every commercial? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing TikToks. Yeah, I can see it. Was that documentary good? Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, Shaq got his his old school ways about him. You know, we talked about it before, but it, for what it was, I think it did a good way, a good job of uh, highlighting his career and kind of the highs and lows and shit like that. It really seems like his Dylan's woman really fucked him up. He seems like really lonely at this point. Damn, man. Yeah. Not the big diesel. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Hey man, I hope you find somebody, man. You know, if I, I don't want him to feel alone. All right, bro. I don't like the, <laughs> the whole tone of this conversation. This yeah, freaking me out. <laughs> uh, people were saying somebody on Twitter was like, "Men will claim a, uh, that a man is his best friend and not talk to him for three months straight." I was like, "That happens." Yeah, that's <laughs> I have a lot of good <laughs> friends that, that I don't talk to for a long time. It, yeah, but does that change the dynamics of your friendship or does that make y'all less of friends or what? No, I think just certain friendships you have different levels of understanding, yeah. And that's kind of there. Yeah. Friendship I'm just not a big texter, bro. I'm not a big texter or caller. So if if I text or call you, I had to kind of remind myself, like, let me check in on it. Mm. But as y'all can see in the group, I talk all the time. <laughs> so I, I could see like how group group chats and group messages is a lot easier because it's like you could just pop in, pop out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if I got something to say, hey, here you go. You know, it's it's not like the obligation of having a one-on-one conversation with someone where you have to like keep going, you don't know when to end it, all that type of shit. Yeah. No, that's I mean but- GroupMe was the perfect app to stay in touch with friends because it's just like, you know, I'll just post this link. Oh, look at this or whatever. And it's like you said, it's not no obligation where I have to keep this conversation going. And if I wait too long, somebody gonna be mad or something like that. It's just like, shit, mm-hmm. I see it when I see it. So, yeah. I, I fuck yeah. Ever flowing, ever flowing conversation. Yeah. But I, it's the future. Do you do you feel like women do a better job of checking or are better friends? I think I think women do a better job of uh putting in work in their friendships. What you mean by that? Cause, like just like cuz a friendship is a relationship and you have to do things to maintain it. You know, to to maintain that friendship, to maintain that relationship. And I think for guys, it's a lot easier for us to 
sometimes forget about that part of it, mm-hmm. of the friendship, where I think it's very much so important in women's friendships. It's important for them to stay in contact and and kind of maintain it more and not to feel like they haven't lost touch in, you know, a couple months or anything. Like, they'll, they'll go out their way and be like, hey, let's do something. Mm-hmm. Sucks, you know, type shit. I feel like for guys, it's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? It's it, I don't know if we stress it that much. I don't know if we really uh, have that thought in our heads that we need to keep this situation going. We just think, hey, we're friends. We'll always be cool. You know, that's how think, it's going to be. I think we don't think about the effort that it takes. It requires to go into um, platonic friendships, especially platonic male friendship. Mm-hmm. Like being a friend requires some type of energy you have to put out. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we consciously think that we just think like, oh, we can just pick up that same rhythm and we'll be good. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I definitely see it like that. Cause like I said, I have good friends that I don't talk to. I mean, often, um, but it's like when we kick it, it's just like nothing else has changed. Like we don't have no problem with each other. It's it's not no issue that we haven't talked for a long time. It's just like we back to like I I've seen you yesterday or some shit. So I don't know. I don't, that's that's definitely a thing. Uh that's that's questionable. Um damn. I don't have too much more. Seen uh Nick Cannon say he feels guilt over not having enough time for all his kids, which I saw was coming. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have I feel guilt for not having enough bread for all my bills. They can't even shut up. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> well no, I I mean, yeah, like we we saw this coming. You, you have 18 kids. Like what <laughs> don't tell me you feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. That, that post not clarity fucked him up that day. <laughs> yeah, so uh, but uh, we we had this discussion. I was like, bro, it's no way you can be in all them kids' lives, bro. The way you need to be, at least. Mm-hmm. And so doing this now is just fucking useless. Uh, what else happened before we get into music? Do I'm, am I missing something? Uh, Tyler Perry was announced as Harry oh. Megan's uh God, kid's Godfather, which is crazy. We didn't need to know <laughs> what Medea goes to London. Yeah, yeah. Having Medea as your Godfather is crazy. And your your <laughs> grandmother is the queen of England. <laughs> What's the relationship there? Is this? Just I don't like, think they have one. That no, he let them use her, their house when they were going through that whole ordeal. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not making you a godparent because you were a stranger. I'm like, use my estate. <laughs> <laughs> you can hide away here. Man, I, I don't want to hear about these motherfuckers ever again. They're really not that cool. Yeah, I don't care at all. Like, no, just get them out of here. I, if if they're not if they're not royal, what are they? They're just regular regular just interracial people. couple. Yeah, <laughs> and I, it's, it's, it's too many of them already. Yeah, man, trying to hear about these niggas. <laughs> yeah. So, um, see, you got a story you guys. Oh, all I had was uh, Indiana has a new law that lets civilians shoot at police. What? I don't have the full details, but I saw it, and it's gonna be some shoot going on. 
Yeah. I think it's uh, if they feel like they're invading their house. Yeah, uh, the state now allows people to use deadly force to keep public servants from illegally entering their homes or cars. Oh, that car is going to be a big one, boy. Hey. Niggas up the pole on the toe. Get away from my scat pack, cracker. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, if you were an officer in Indiana right now, I would be looking into a transfer immediately. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't going to be able to approach no Chevy Caprices. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck it. It's over for y'all. Yeah. Be safe. Man, be safe, man, for real. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing I'm trying to see if I have anything else before music. I think that is it. I did have what? What did y'all feel like the craziest opening line to a song was? It was a it was a topic on Twitter, but I don't know if y'all can think of one off the top. Not off the top. I know it's a whole bunch of them, but not off the top. Mm-hmm. Opening line, yeah, that's that's tough. If I two maybe Tupac gonna hit him up, but I'm sure there's more. No, it gotta be mystical. I walk in with my dick in my hand. I came in with my dick in my oh. hand. <laughs> yeah. That was That's crazy. Insane. Bro. It's, cool. no, it was, it's also the be cool after. Be, be cool. cool. No, nigga. no, nigga, you got your dick in your hand and just walked into a party. <laughs> yeah, you can't walk into a party with your dick in your hand. Bro. When you get escorted out. <laughs> Who's mad is this? <laughs> if anything, they should have let you through the door. Especially <laughs> if it's mystical. Hey, hold on. Who that mystical is? <laughs> Nigga scaring the hoes <laughs> insanely. Yeah, right. bro, that's just nuts. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> the way he said it too was like nobody else should be like everybody should really be cool. Like no, nigga, you got your dick in your head. <laughs> oh shit! I saw Ezekiel uh, Elliot's father was shaming us. I, I guess he was on a podcast called. Uh, Real street stars, <laughs> and uh, he was recounting how Snoop wanted to meet Zeke at the draft, but I guess he like a nut ass old head, and he denied Snoop because of what he represents, like Crippin and stuff like that. Um, uh, what do y'all feel about that? I don't know. So, so Snoop should fade that nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very unnecessary. <laughs> Why is he on a podcast called Real Street? <laughs> Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott's dad? Yeah, Real Life Street Stars. <laughs> he said he uh, he led to the destruction of our youth with his uh, raps about cripping and street life. Hey, man. Nah, you, you can't come up with this story after your son did all that freak. That's what I'm saying. What if somebody denied Zeke because he was a domestic abuser? <laughs> so, he pulled yeah. the titties out of parades. Nah. That honestly, we need to look into just interviewing random motherfuckers, dog. <laughs> I think we're at that point that we could get like Ezekiel Elliott's dad on here. <laughs> just to talk some shit. So break down what you was thinking, uh, Zeke Senior. <laughs> <laughs> Whole time, man. We need to look into that. Yeah, so uh, the cripping was the thing I had the most issue with. Oh shit! Uh, but yeah, that's all the stories I got for music. Y'all got any more before we hop into music? No nah, man, let's get to it. Let's get it. Uh, we had the a dropped. pretty good yeah music week this week, man. Um, some some really good albums dropped. Uh, where are we starting at? Let me see. I downloaded a lot of music this week, man. Um, oh, we got the we'll just start randomly. We got the new Dolph. Paper out, Frank. Mm-hmm. Peter Flipper, man. 
how y'all feel about um, it. I didn't listen. I didn't get to listen to it in full. Did y'all? Yeah, it was pretty solid. Uh, I fucked with it. Yeah. yeah, I fucked with it too. It was um, it was just it's it's good to hear Dolph, man. And and the I, I really miss the Atlas, man. That's the that's the shit that yeah. really just be giving me hype, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Then <laughs> he be talking to himself and shit, man. <laughs> My baby mama don't trust me. God damn. <laughs> that shit go hard. Yeah, shout out to uh shout out to Paper Up Frank, man. Uh, uh yeah, but yeah, I, I fucked with it. Um standouts. Um I'm trying to think of the standouts on there. It was one song. Uh, where he said when your mama had a kid, she had a daughter or some shit. I don't know why that line was so hard to me. <laughs> I forgot what he said, but that shit was hard, bro. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was pretty solid. Uh, next one. Why can't Ooh. I find my albums? Oh yeah, here it is. I got them. Um, we got Jacquees sincerely for you. Hey man. Oh. Hey, listen. Total bottle don't need give him the ISO. Go ahead. Oh, hey man. I think I have a case. Jacquees might be the king of R&B. He just might be. Are you saying this facetiously or are you being real? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm saying it seriously because just listening to this album, I, I thought the album was really good. By the way, um, I, I, I thought he killed most of it, but it reminded me of the R&B that we kind of was listening to. Like high school, maybe a little bit of college. Would you say that style of R and B doesn't really exist anymore? No, I wouldn't say that. I say in the mainstream, it's it's changed, but I mean, you still have artists that are putting out shit like that, like Raheem, and you know, you look at the more lower tier artists. Okay, so like, do you think there's anyone mainstream making that sound? But like that, Lucky that's day. making the music that you think he's making the Jacquees music, like the Jacquees music you heard on this album. Do you think Lucky Day is making that same style? It's it's in the same vein, I would say. Not particularly like Jacquees. Jacquees is like high school love affair type music. <laughs> Just, yeah. Like that type of that R and B that we was like kind of growing up. I don't. I think he's the best at doing that right now because I don't think anyone else is really making that style of music. Yeah, the traditional artists that we we know for that, I mean, are either scumbags or making different type of music. Breezy making different type of music at this point. Trey songs yeah. is Trey songs. Uh, who else was known for that? Usher is you know past his prom. Um, Miguel not making music. So, uh, I see. Might be the king. No, I see. He might. He he might be the king. This was. This was a. This was a really good album. Uh, I love the samples he used and how he used them. That uh, tell me it's over is probably my favorite. That shit goes crazy. That shit was some walker in uh black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that shit was fire. He 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 really surprised me. I didn't expect it to be this good. I thought it was solid top to bottom. Yeah, I felt the same way. I mean, I knew once I saw Future is one of those people that I know got a good ear for music. And once I saw he was EPing it, 
It's just like seeing like Diddy is EP in your album or fucking who else is a good EP that right once you see that that's happening. Uh, I think uh, I wouldn't put him in the same vein, but once I saw that uh, Dom was EPing that game album, I was game like, up, all right, yeah, yeah it, it's going to be pretty decent. It's like one of those mm-hmm. situations. It just, it's mm-hmm. always helpful when you have a good artist helping to steer the guidance of someone that I don't want to say might be chaotic, but can help rein somebody in a little bit. Yeah, so you know, I, I I really fuck with this album. It's really good. So, um, I forgot which ones were my favorite. Um, hold on one second. Um, I fucked with Reason Why and Tipsy. Those were my two favorites on here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Cece? Um, when you bad like that, of course that future shit was fire. Yeah. yeah no. Overall, yeah. I would just say I didn't expect this to hit like it did, but. I'm glad it, I mean, the future co-star EP made me give it an extra listen, but yeah, I rock with it. One thing I will say is that John P. Uh, P. Key song at the end was nuts. I'm trying to remember. Oh, <laughs> The song about his grandma, he got the, the yeah, yeah. John P. Key singing on that shit. <laughs> grandma, you a real one? <laughs> the one could take him place. <laughs> this shit was, I was still fucking with that shit. <laughs> that remind me of like uh, Pretty Ricky when they had that serious song at the end. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Blue Stars. Yeah, no. Oh, man. <laughs> I like what the, I like what the thing is Singing about that shit at the end, man. <laughs> yes. I fuck with Jack Lee. And it, honestly, this album made me hate that division album so much more. Mm. Like, god damn, bro. I feel like them niggas sold out for some meme music. They just <laughs> sold out for meme music. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. I hate when niggas do that. And I think that's what they did. Man. Yeah, I haven't gave the album another Man. thought. <laughs> uh, but uh let's move on to Absol Herbert. Um and it's a lot surrounding this album, man. Um I don't know if y'all saw the interview he did with Charlemagne the God. Um where he I didn't know this until this point. He tried to commit suicide uh, a couple weeks ago, like five weeks ago or so. Whoa, really? And he jumped off of oh, the man. the freeway overpass. What? Yeah. Um. He, he said. He, he, go ahead, my bad. What? No, 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 no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, he was uh his fifty foot drop. He said he jumped off the. If he was high, went over on on the freeway overpass and just jumped off. Bust his whole shit up. He said he woke up. He was on the gate. Uh, I guess a, a car had stopped his fall, and fucked up his whole leg. I guess his leg is totally reconstructed. Um. His teeth, all his teeth were gone. He had to get brand new teeth. He said the only thing, the only reason why he's walking is his knee. He didn't obliterate his knee, and he had, he didn't suffer no brain damage. So obviously he's still he's still fine up there. So that's the only thing. He's like after that, I knew it was God, and I'm here for a reason. So mental health conversation is real, bro. But that that brings home this album so much more to me. The, the some, some of the stuff he's talking about, you can really visualize the shit. Yeah, I gotta I gotta listen to the album again. <coughs> I didn't even I did not know that. And this was and I thought this was a really good album. Yeah. But damn. Yeah. And then just looking That's- at it on the scope is is 
because it's, it's just him telling himself that he's doing all right, man. And it's so much different. Like, after I seen the interview, I started looking into his life, what's been going on, like, that may have caused this. I didn't know he he's blind. I, I knew that he had that he had like a certain medical condition where it was like uh was it like his corneas or were burnt or something. Yeah, so he has Steven Johnson's uh disease where he gets rashes like on his face. That's why his lips are darker and um and it affects his corneas as well, like where they just degrade uh, more and more over time. Um and on the album he says he's legally blind. Um, and that's why he wears the sun his sunglasses because his eyes are very very sensitive to light. Um, mm. so it's just like it's a lot of shit going on. Um, I know his one of the things back in the day was his his girlfriend that he was like in love with. I guess she committed suicide as well. Um, but yeah, it's just you just never know, bro. Because I didn't hear nothing about this, <laughs> or anything about this, bro. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear shit about that either that's that, that's crazy yeah that, I, that he actually jumped and survived yeah Fuck. so yeah, man. I, I don't know man um let's uh any standouts for you on that one? Oh, uh i like gangnam um the intro was fire um Big Sean's verse on Go Off was cold. Yeah, I fucked with I'm not like the biggest, I'm not the biggest Big Sean fan, but he he went off. Um, but yeah, this was this was a really, really good album. Yeah. Really good. I might, I'm I'm gonna give it a couple more listens, but I, I could say it's probably his best. I would definitely say it's his best album. Uh but st- as far as standouts, it was good to hear from Short Dog on uh Gangnam. Uh, uh, I mm. fucked with Short Dog when he was out. I just, you know, I didn't hear enough from him to really get into him like that. But yeah, it was good to hear from him. Uh, I think he changed his name too. I think it's like Fresh or some shit now. Yeah. Um. And also, man, we got to have a conversation, man. As soon as Kendrick left uh, TDE, all them niggas putting out generational projects, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what it's looking like. Isaiah put out one of the best projects in the last five years. SZA dropped a generational project. Uh, Abso dropped his best project. I know Q hinted that he dropping something in the beginning of next year. So, hey man, Kendrick was holding him back, bro. <laughs> Didn't uh, did Reason drop his album after Kendrick left? His Reason's album was fire too. Uh, I think that was slightly before the announcement, but it might okay. have been. I don't know. I gotta look back into it. Yeah, they yeah they they going off, man. Schoolboy got to finish it. Uh, finish the shit. Yeah, and I, I need something from Zakari too, cause I like the Zakari song on this album too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was pretty. Zakari's cool. nice. Uh, but uh, we also got the the Dirk uh and OTF Loyal Bros too. Oh, what you think about that one? Um, I just listened to the Dirk songs, mm-hmm. and they were fire. Yeah. <laughs> they're fire I mean I'm again the shit he be talking sometimes I'll be feeling like All right, you gotta relax Dirk come on man what mm. we doing but it's, it's good man I can't be mad at it that shit, that shit with Future is crazy yeah no that Mad Max now my favorite shit is that uh 
was that something threats uh threats to everybody that nigga Dirk is on a fucking Jordan run right now like nothing he's putting mm. out has been trash so yeah we yeah, gonna see that shit that shit all sounds good <laughs> some of the 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 under bosses I guess that he got with him um some of them right. <laughs> Don't call them under, under bosses. <laughs> That's what they are, bro. All due respect. Uh, but duty low code. I fucked the duty low. That I swear to God, oh, I code oh, yeah. And then yeah, uh, duty low, nice. Yeah, and little Zay Osama. Uh, little Zay Osama, which is a Osama. wild name, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, let's keep it moving here. We got the finally rich complete version. He could have kept that. It's just a whole bunch of old songs. Damn, I didn't even look at that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's got Ryder with Wiz on there. Um, it had another old song on there, but like two songs that I didn't hear before. Uh, it ain't my fault. And spread the word. But other than that, it was just, I guess he's just trying to revamp that. What's the name? Uh, mm. the Alchemist sandwich. Did you check that one up? No, just musty music, nothing, nothing crazy, but yeah. nice little musty jams on there. <laughs> I'm just looking at it. it. Got some Earl sweatshirt on E. coli. Yeah, that's that's extremely musty. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some musty music, man. Uh, I think that's about it for albums. Did you have any singles? Um, singles. I don't think I listened to. Any, let me see if any dropped. Dropped. <laughs> oh, um, I know that Lotto Nasty song dropped. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan because either. I, I feel like that was just that was laziness. It's a complete drop. I mean, uh, <laughs> Jack. Yeah, that's. I'm. I'm not. I don't like when you do that type of sampling. If you're just gonna just do the same song. Nah, get, yeah. get that out of here, man. I ain't got time for that. That shit is pretty much just uh, what Weekend did on that one song. We Jack Mario wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm straight. Uh, I think that's about it. I'm trying to think if we have anything else that is coming before the end of the year, music-wise. I don't think so. I think that everybody gets that shit out before Christmas and shit, so. Uh, let me make sure there's no more singles. Yeah, uh, I, I forgot we didn't talk about the Little Sims album, but it was alright. Um, I don't know if you listen to Little Sims. Little Sims, yeah. I I was hearing things about it. Yeah, it's alright. I'm at nothing too crazy. Um, out. I think Pink Panthers dropped uh, EP too, and for some reason I still kid, haven't listened to Pink Panthers. Yeah, I yes, still you? haven't listened to the. She dropped some shit like was that last year or yeah. earlier this year? Yeah, she all right. I fucked with her. She got a nice little distinct sound, something different. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, I'm looking over it, and that's about it. So, um, yeah, I guess we can get in the shoutouts. Uh, all right. Which one? Which one? What you got? Um, damn, I wanted to shout out. Um, uh. Claudine Gay for being uh, uh, the first black president at Harvard. Yep. I got to I got to I got to salute that because she's a she's a Haitian sister. So I got to stand behind my Haitians, man. Oh, shit. Man. Big ups, know. man. Yeah. Stop. I say, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. 
So first uh, black president in four hundred years. So uh, shit, that's that's crazy. I uh, I got a few actually. Um, shout out to Charles Barkley, man. He made a, a million dollars in donations to Jackson State at Bethune Cookman University. Um, it says since 2016, Barkley has donated seven uh, millions of dollars to seven HBCUs. So, um, that's good, man. Shout out to Charles Damn, Barkley, man. man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that type of shit needs to be talked about. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like my next shout out. Shout out to Kyrie, man. He get he donated twenty two thousand to this this girl named uh, Destiny Thompson. She had a GoFundMe to help pay for her tuition to uh, get back into Howard University. She needed like nine thousand or something like that. Um, he gave her twenty two thousand dollars. So, hey man, that, that's and also with that shit, man. ESPN should be talking about that. Fox Sports should be talking about that. They, they should be bringing that up on their shows and debating about how good of a person <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie good. Yeah, that that you know that don't move the needle. So yeah, that's why we always try to make sure we shout these people out because you know, um, like just like the Charles Barkley thing, nobody was really talking about that really. So because it's just not it's not a story that's gonna grab people. But we want to make sure that we give them their flowers, man, because that's dope. Uh, mm. shout out to her. I saw her on that Beauty and the Beast thing, and she's special, bro. Okay, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. She's special. Hey, man. It made me download the uh, soundtrack on the low. Wait, what are they doing? A Beauty and the Beast, a new movie or something? What is uh, she doing? No, so they did like the 30th anniversary. Like it was like a play, like a live play type special. Type oh, thing. yeah. But oh. the way she was singing that shit was cold, bro. She she talented, mm-hmm. dog. Extremely, it, this is probably a conversation for another pod. But it's like sometimes I feel she, she she's not as big as she's supposed to be, because mm-hmm. she's like she has that talent to do Super Bowls and damn near uh, arena tours if she wanted to. But for some reason, it's like her fan base isn't there. Yeah, uh, we ha- I had a conversation with my cousins about this, and I don't I I can't say for sure this is a direct quote, but they said like they didn't say she's too innocent, but her music is like it's like lollipop type music. <laughs> Damn, I, I don't really get that f- from her. I uh, I get it to a certain extent. Image? Because I mean, with R and B, you want some type of edge. Like you look at. Like the bigger R&B artists from the, I mean, in the present, you got Summer Walker. Her music has like an edge that you can kind of relate to and shit like that. Uh, back in the day, Mary J. Blige, of course, she had an edge and it was relatable. Her it makes like standard. We touch hands and went to the beach music, <laughs> but it's good. It's great. I love yeah. Damage is one of my favorite songs, but yeah. I I see that point. But I don't know. I, I just like her. So, yeah, she's cool. Uh, slide out, to, shout out to little Tyler, man. He made a song over that Law and Order beat, and it was one of the coldest songs I've ever heard in my life. I don't know why that shit is so good, but he, oh. I don't know how old this nigga is, but he needs guidance. <laughs> this nigga's name is Lil Tyler. Lil, Lil Tyler, like, yeah, the L U H Tyler. <laughs> but the song that go crazy, like bro. <laughs> That sounds like a motherfucker that would rap over SVU. 
But I got, I gotta hear that shit, bro. Please listen to that song after the shit. Uh, and surprising shout out to CP3 man. Although I hate you on the basketball court, I think you're a decent human. And he graduated from Winston Salem University and uh, um, gifted all the graduates twenty five hundred dollars. So shout out to that. That was dope. Yeah, no big ups, man. Salute yeah. CP3 man. HBCUs. Yeah, man. So I still think you're a dirty bitch on the basketball court. Hey, man, come on. <laughs> hey, that's what I think, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, you can't shut the nigga out. <laughs> he just graduated. That don't that don't make him exist. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Shout out to him. Uh, I, I, as you can probably tell, our nigga C's dropped out. Uh, he, you know, they had some technical issues. But uh, man, I, I think he want to shout out to all my uh, all the racists. Uh, that's what he told me to shout out <laughs> all the races out there doing their thing and uh no nah, I'm just playing <laughs> but uh we appreciate y'all for listening man and uh, uh we'll definitely holler at y'all next week man you got something else to say before we get out here nah man stay safe um yeah man and just you know try to keep your mental right reach out to people we talked about a lot of deep stuff today just you know take care of yourself i hope everybody is uh finding peace for sure for sure uh happy holidays man merry christmas happy kwanzaa to everybody to celebrate oh happy hanukkah i don't know when that starts but yeah we gotta shalom. stress that happy shalom. hanukkah <laughs> shalom <laughs> niggas <laughs> You put your first priority over here. That's <laughs> <laughs> the crazy one. <laughs> hey, we'll holler at y'all next week, man. Long little bus, man. Yes, sir.